On episode 72 of the podcast, we break down the restart of the NBA season, who's going to win it all, which squads are the most dangerous, and is this format fair to all teams? Portland shouldn't be in the playoffs. You might like Damian Lillard. They shouldn't be in the playoffs. They're the ninth seed, though, right now. I don't care. And there was going to be 25 games left. They, They need an opportunity to catch up. If you just end the season right now and say all those teams are in, they're they're going to you know they're going to complain. They're the only team to vote against us, the only team to vote against us. So you have to give them an opportunity to get there. If the Grizzlies are really the better team, and Portland is within four games, then they have to win two games. But, th- but this is the problem, though. We're talking about chemistry. Yeah. The Grizzlies were riding. They're riding high. They had a little law, and they're riding high. And this is a young team. When you have a Portland, they're going to have a little more chemistry together, a little more leadership because they've been there. And I think that may propel them to win it, which I think this it's unfair, in my opinion. You're tuned into the New Channel Sports Podcast, the ultimate sports talk podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the New Channel Sports Podcast. It has been a grip. I'm your host, Oenyi. I am joined by my co-host. It's been, a, it's been a long, long time, and we're finally back. It feels good. It feels good. Why are you cheesing over there, Trey? Che- like, a little, like a little boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Christmas, man. What is the deal, Chris? What's good, y'all? Let's get to it. Low to my right. How you doing, big dog? Doing good. It's great to be back. And the one and only Trey. <laughs> How's it going, dog? It's going great. It's going great, man. Couldn't be a better time for, you know, the usual Cowboy Nation, Laker Nation's back. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> we live, baby. <laughs> I thought maybe you would have converted and decided to be a, a Texans fan. Maybe take your, your side piece and... And replace your your main chick. They no, no, no. <laughs> but they're officially my my side piece now. Oh yeah, they they've always been your side piece. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> they've always been your side piece. So let's let's get straight into this. The NBA is also back. The NBA will be back. Was it July first? July thirty first? July thirty first. July thirty first. Twenty two teams will be playing in Orlando, Florida. Thirteen teams from the Western Conference. Nine teams from Eastern Conference. They're going to play eight regular season games. Those games will be added on to the games they've already played. And then they will decide who goes to the playoffs. Um, the eighth and ninth seeded teams. If the ninth seeded team is within four games of the eight seeded teams, they will play in a three game playoff. Now, if the eight seeded team wins one game, that's it. They go on. The ninth seeded team has to win at least two games to advance to the playoffs. So I think that's pretty interesting. First question I want to ask you guys about that is, who do you think is going to win it all? Who, who do you think is going to take the, the trophy in this new modified modified NBA season? I think as a Rockets fan, I want to say the Rockets. Because have y'all seen James Harden? He my looks bo- slim. My boy lost weight. He ain't chubby. He looked good. Uh, but if I had to pick a team other than the Rockets, if I had to put money on it, I'm going to go with the Los Angeles Lakers, even though I hate to say it. Um I think I think I think they have the best shot to win because they have LeBron James 
and his professionalism, I know he's going to come back ready to go. Right. I'm really interested in seeing the Bucks because they're a young team. I, I'm sure Antetokounmpo will come back in shape, but I think that long layoff is going to really affect them in the Eastern Conference. I don't have them getting out of the East because of this layoff, but I think the Lakers have to be the favorites. I do. We have to ask. No, no. I, I'm going to tell you this. If the Lakers can maintain the one seed, I think they will. That will suit them better. But because they're going by winning percentage, I would. I don't want to switch to the second. I don't want to switch to the second seed. Um, playing the Rockets in the second round is just not something I'm interested in doing with this layoff yeah. because I don't. I don't think it's going to be necessarily fatigue that gets them. I know they've been in the lab working, but I think that that the the Rockets probably scared me more than anybody in the Western Conference, other than the Clippers, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I'd rather play one of them in the finals, Western Conference finals, than in the semifinals. Just being honest with you. That's I'm interesting. A, yeah, I'm with y'all on this. Uh, anytime you have LeBron, you can't can, uh, count him out. Um, my sneaky pick is either going to be uh, the L.A. Clippers or the Toronto Raptors. All right, so I think Toronto might go ahead and might might take it all. Toronto. Toronto. Without Kawhi. Without Kawhi. They've been still with one back-to-back championships. Hey, you know, I mean, they, they've gotten to where they are without Kawhi, surprisingly, you know, but they're playing as a team. So right mm-hmm. now you need you need every member of that team to make it happen, right? Mm-hmm. The layoff is going gonna, is gonna to affect everybody, but I think uh, um, everyone playing together and just having that knowledge of how everyone plays on a team, I think is going to really, you know, help them take it all the way. You make a very good point. I think chemistry is something that's going to be very important because of the long layoff. Um, I think you talked about LeBron James, his veteran leadership. I think he's going to have that group ready to play, come back. Um, I do, I do think it's going to be good Lakers as well. I mean, I, LeBron has been there. He knows what to do. He knows how to get that team prepared. I do like the Clippers as well because got Kawhi Leonard, same thing, veteran leadership. Um, they had a lot of chemistry. Uh, if you talk about teams that are going to be dangerous coming into the fold, I do think Portland might be a pretty dangerous team. They got some players coming back off of injury as well. I think that that team, they also have some some pretty good leadership also. They've been to the playoffs before. They've won big playoff games. We're not going to have the advantage of home field or anything like that. Everybody's going to be playing in a neutral field. So I don't know, man. It's going to be pretty, pretty interesting. What I'm Excited to see, though, the most out of this is that eighth and ninth seeding. Like when it comes down to that, those two teams that play, it's going to be very, very difficult for a ninth seed to win two games out of those three. And I think that's the most exciting thing I really want to see coming out of that. Oh, I'm excited about it. But if you're a Grizzlies fan, they kind of got hosed with this 22 team thing because what are how many games up are they up? Four games up right now or whatever games are up right now. And they basically are playing for the playoff lives when they've done the work. So you mean to tell me they've been the better team in the conference for 67-plus games, right? Or 60-plus games, and all of a sudden, the Blazers only had to be four games back to play them in a, in a series. A team that they've swept, by the way. They swept this team throughout the season. So you got to look at it and say they've kind of got hosed by this. And then you look at Portland. Portland shouldn't be in the playoffs. You might like Damian Lillard. They shouldn't be in the playoffs. They're the ninth seed, though, right now. I don't care. And there was going to be 25 games left. They they need an opportunity to catch up. If you just end the season right now and say all those teams are in, they're they're gonna, you know, they're gonna complain. They're the only team to vote against this. 
the only team to vote yeah, against this. Yeah, so you have to give them an opportunity to get there. If the Grizzlies are really the better team and Portland is within four games, then they have to win two games. But th- but this is the problem, though. We're talking about chemistry. Yeah. The Grizzlies were riding. They are riding high. They had a little law, and they are riding high. And this is a young team. When you have a Portland, they're going to have a little more chemistry together, a little more leadership because they've been there. Mm-hmm. And I think that may propel them to win it, which I think at this it's unfair, in my opinion, is well, what I'm saying. It is unfair, but no one predicted that there would be a pandemic, right? That's and correct. so because the pandemic did happen, there were going to be some changes and there were going to be some teams that are going to have to be like, oh, man, we got to do it this way. But I think the formula that the NBA came up with is a pretty good formula it's in my eyes. So it still gives teams the opportunity to catch up that were out of it and teams that were in it. I mean, if the Grizzlies are really that good, they can move up to a seventh or sixth seed. They want to. But you did make a good point. They are a very young team. So I do think they're going to fall back a little bit because – they had to make sure they stayed in shape throughout this whole thing. Some of them, I don't know what Morant was doing on this time. I don't know if he got fatter or whatever. I don't know. But I know James Harden is in shape. Uh, Russell Westbrook is in shape. So the Rockets are another team. I don't know if they're really a dangerous team, but they're going to be a team that a lot of teams like you um, alluded to, Trey, they might want to try to avoid. I just think that they can go on a stretch like they did when they first went to this whole small ball thing. Like, I think they can go on a stretch and you're not having to win that many games, you know, to, you know, to figure this out. And a lot of teams you haven't had a chance to play against you like that. But where I think people really get hosed are the teams at the top. And I think we're going to see more shifting at the top than we will at the bottom, to be quite honest with you. I just, because they're, they're fairly close, but I mean, the, the Lakers, for instance, had 19 games left. Right. And they had done, like you said, their body work for the league for the year had done pretty well. Yeah. But out of those 19 games, they had a game against Charlotte, Detroit, Cleveland, the Wizards, the Timberwolves, the Kings, Golden State, Chicago, Minnesota again, Sacramento and Phoenix. So they had 10 out of those 19 games against teams that were not very good. Basically walkthroughs. Yes. So they could have easily wrapped up that number one seed. Now you're going to be – so you lose some of those games against those other teams that are not very good. And so I guess until that schedule is released, I think the teams at the top where you could see some of the movement, they're the ones that's going to get hosed because they – I think that's where you'll see a lot more of the shifting. I don't think the teams at the bottom are going to move that much. I would agree with you, but the only reason why – I think it it just doesn't matter because there's no home field advantage, right? So it's all matchups. So if you're the Lakers and you're the one seed and the Rockets end up as a four seed and you got to play them in the second round, it's not all that great. But if you're the two seed and you end up having a Denver Nuggets as a three seed, you'll take that. I'll take that all day if I'm the Lakers. I'd rather see the Nuggets in the second round than the Rockets. Right. Well, right now the schedule, I mean, if the playoffs started today, they'd play the Jazz in the second round, which is, which is, yeah. I mean, it's. I'll take that. Be, yeah, of course. But right now the Rockets and the Clippers are playing in the second round of the playoffs, which is odd. But if the Lakers and Clippers flip-flop, yeah. Because they're only a game and a half or two games ahead, and they're taking winning percentage. And because not all the teams have played the same number of games, yeah. they're taking winning percentage as the deciding factor. And I think that's what's going to come into play right? Um, more than what people are talking I, I just about. think there's certain teams that are not going to matter. I think the Denver Nuggets are not going to matter. Really? Because if I put it like this. Right now, I think the Rockets will play the Nuggets in the first round. Mm-hmm. In that series, if it was home field advantage, you'd have to get the Nuggets some advantage because they're playing in Denver. But if the Rockets play them in a neutral court, Rockets are going to win that series. At least they should win this series. I don't know. I don't know. The teams I list, I don't think matter anymore. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm just being honest with you. They don't matter. I'm sorry. Uh, Sorry, Lo. The the Raptors don't matter. 
Because, wow. No, because of home court. They are a good team. They have good chemistry, but with no home court, it's just a neutral side. You're playing Kyle Lowry and uh, what's his name? Um, Siakam. I'm not worried about those guys. I'm just the truth. I'm not worried about them. They're playing well. They were playing well. They were playing well, but without that home crowd, I'm not worried about going to Air Canada. We're playing in Orlando, bro. I'm not worried about them. I'm not worried about the Nuggets. I'm also not worried about the Jazz because of what happened before the pandemic and because their home court is in Utah. If you had to take them away from Utah, I'm not worried about that team. Mm. There's only a few teams I'm worried about. I will say this. We haven't mentioned them yet. The Boston Celtics are, are currently my pick to go to the finals because they are in the, deja vu. They're, they are in the <laughs> right place at the right time. And home court advantage for them is good, but they don't need that with the team they have right now. I think they are the team in the Eastern Conference to get to the finals. I do agree with you about the Utah Jazz. I'm not really too worried about the Utah Jazz. Um, I think you're wrong about the Raptors and the Nuggets because we did talk about chemistry. Oh, well, I talked about chemistry early on. And we talked about veteran leadership, especially with the Toronto Raptors. I think that if they can keep that chemistry going into this season, they'll be all right. A lot of other teams, they're going to have to try to start finding their chemistry again. Thank you. And if they you know, start off slow, that might be it for them all, all the way together. I think Toronto is going to be quite fine. I do agree with you. They they might be a dangerous team. But when we say fine, what are we talking about? I'm not saying they're going to get eliminated in the first round. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm saying they're going to get eliminated in the second round. I think, <laughs> I think Miami Miami will be a tough team. Um, I think Miami is going to be really tough. But I think every time the older teams get started, whether it's at the beginning of the season or after the All-Star break, sometimes it just takes a little bit of time for those teams to get turned up a little bit. And I think that I don't know if eight games is enough. Like right. an an older team know. like the Lakers, they're my favorite team. Right, an older team like the Lakers, that might take them they, a while. yeah, it might take them a little while mm-hmm. to to get started. So if you can catch them slipping in the first round mm-hmm. and you know win a couple of games since you don't have home court advantage, I mean, I think that poses a problem for them. And some of those older teams, and I guess the Lakers are probably one of the older teams, mm-hmm. the Spurs. Um, like I think those teams are just. I, I, I mean, I say this in the Spurs to make the playoffs, but I think they're wasting their time. Because I don't know that those guys are going to be able to turn it on like that. It's not something you could turn on and turn off. I just don't. I just don't think that you can. Lamarcus Aldridge is gone for the season too, as well. That's true. Oh, yeah. I didn't hear a, that. Yeah, here's a question though. <clears throat> now, what what what's easier to get on first, offense or defense? So for me, chemistry and then the teams that play defense, mm. right? So I'm leaning on them to get things going before the offense kind of catches up. Mm. So that's why I have an issue a little bit with the Rockets. They're more of an offensive team, all right? Now, we don't know, you know, how hard Russell Westbrook's been working and, and James Harden's lost some weight, but what about everybody else? Mm. Those are your two offensive superstars, right? Now, that's why Toronto and the L.A. Clippers and, and them, I'm, I'm really looking at them to kind of put some of those old teams out the way. L.A., the Lakers are very vulnerable. I think you bring up a really good point in terms of them being an older team. So they might be out um, here in a bit. So Y'all want to hear a wild prediction? What you I'm going to give you a prediction. Depending on the seating, mm-hmm. do not be – if I had to pick one juggernaut to fall first, I'd pick the Clippers because they have zero chemistry. They just got ballers. Mm-hmm. And if it comes to a series where they're playing a team like the Rockets, who get going quickly, mm-hmm. I think the Rockets could beat them and beat them fast. Mm-hmm. Now let's be clear: if this was in, if this was had the crowd involved and all that, the Rockets would get swept by the Clippers. <laughs> if there was no pandemic, the Rockets wouldn't win a game. But I just, when you look at that team, they ha- it's just ballers. Mm-hmm. They've had a lot of problems with chemistry throughout the year as well. They haven't really. I want to say before the pandemic, though, they were starting to gel a little bit. 
but during the course bit. of the well, season, they, they haven't been together at all. Yeah, but they just had a couple of signings too that were, you know, a, in a trade, right? So they had got what, Reggie Jackson, just got him, Morris. They got, and so I mean, they, they when I saw them dismantle the Rockets team, I was like, that's one of the best teams I've seen on the floor. Like I'm talking about one through ten. Or tw- they may have all played twelve against yeah, all, the Rockets. All, all twelve can hoop. <laughs> they were. I, I was like. Wow! Like but, I mean, they are to me. That's my point. And they got a lot of length too, man. They they have all that, but it comes to a point where Doc never really had the chance to mesh them to put them together. Right. So in this series, while they're still trying to figure it out, if they play a team like the Rockets, mm-hmm. they can catch them early and beat them. That's but my point. How good is it going to be to have five or six NBA games on in a day? Mm-hmm. So right now, work production is pretty good, right? But if you're working <laughs> from home, if you can turn on NBA TV and you can watch games from here, probably 9 o'clock in the morning, 10 yeah. o'clock in the morning till 8 o'clock at night. Like, you're going to watch five or six NBA games in a day. Mm-hmm. It's like NFL Sunday ticket yeah, is yeah. what this it is. This would be like watching NCAA tournament. Yeah. 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 For, for a NBA. month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for 16 days. They play mm-hmm. every other day. I think that's going to be interesting. Um, some of the t- or the benefits of having home court advantage, I thought some of those things were really cool to see or, or cool to hear. But I think they've got to do something to make this a little more – are they pumping like crowd noise in there? No, they were talking about maybe like the top seed being able to bring in their home court. Like everybody plays on their home court, uh, like on their floor. On the floor. Yeah, I don't care about that. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, no one cares. No one cares. About that. I, I just, I'm just for the fans and for mm. those players. I just think it. I just that, think it's something different. I agree. For the fans, that's yeah. cool. Got, I want to I mean, see LeBron play with the Laker gold around it. Right. I, I think that's dope. Yeah. Uh, they, they did something about an extra possession for the. Home team they, as well. They would get the. They would. They, they would, would be a jump the, ball, but they would get the ball to start off every second, third, the second, third, and fourth quarter. Yeah, okay. that's cool. Yeah, that's a little incentive. Yeah, yeah. for having yeah. the higher seeds, we get stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So those are things I think would be interesting to see. But ultimately, um, I just think whoever wins this will have an asterisk by that. What? I'm just telling I, you. No, I agree. No, I agree with I'm just. You. I'm, I, I 100 disagree. I agree. If they had an asterisk, it would be because. They overcame so much to win the championship. <laughs> There's that, always that's my be that's, a question. I, let me, a question like how, though? Question. No, no, I'll tell you guys okay. this. If the Lakers win, no asterisk. No, I'm telling you. I'm, not, I'm just, I'm, I'm telling my opinion. If the Lakers, Clippers, or the, uh, the, those are the only two teams. If they win, no asterisk. Any other team in the NBA wins, there's an asterisk. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Same thing with Milwaukee, you think? Yeah. Oh, for sure, Milwaukee. For sure, Milwaukee. They're, they're the only team, the only team I would not put an asterisk are the Lakers and the Clippers. I think Milwaukee benefits the most from this whole thing. I've heard that before. I think they've been the most from this whole thing. Everyone keeps saying that. I just don't see why. They never had a chance to truly fall off. You know, everybody has that span, right? Where you go mm. through the season and you're just kicking everybody's butt, and then all of a sudden you just mm. go through that lull. They and, and we didn't know if, with those younger guys if it was going to happen at the end of the season or not. Yeah, right. When that pressure mounted and they were fighting for right. the number one seed overall, they never had that chance. So now they basically start out over and they started off hot. Right, like right, they're right. And, like, and they're still the best defensive yeah. basketball team. Well, people say that if they start off zero and four in this first eight games, nobody gonna be saying that anymore. Oh, yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's piggyback off of what Lowe said earlier and the the point. I'm not too sure the Clippers are going to be in that much trouble because you talk about the defense. Mm-hmm. I think if they face the Rockets, most of the times when you see playoff teams, a good defensive team and a good offensive team, the good defensive team trumps that offense most of the time. And the Clippers have a very good defense. They can, if they can play lockdown defense, it's going to be playoff. They play lockdown defense, slow the Rockets down. If they did play, I think they will be okay. But we'll yet to see. Um, but during this layoff, I think it started March 11th. 
And now they're going to start playing again in July 31st. It's going to be 142 days mm. in between um, the last time they played. That's, that's more than an off season. Yeah. So they pretty much taken an off season off, and now they're going to come back and play. And then after that, they're going to start playing again uh, December 1st. So they have another season start off December 1st. So I don't think it's going to affect them too much throughout this course. But when the season starts again December 1st, and that's training camp, right? That's right. not yeah, yeah. Because the first game would be Christmas Day, right? Christmas Day, yes, yeah. yes. So when that second season starts after all this, that's when you're going to start seeing some players really be fatigued because they're not used to playing this long. So we'll see what happens with that. So, so next are they going to shorten next season? I believe it's going to be work? shortened. Yeah, okay. I hope not. I hope not. But they've got to be ready by the Olympics. They got to be ready by Tokyo because we're not going to go over there and get our heads beat in. It yeah, ain't going right. to happen, and we're not going to send. You know, but it, it may take about two years for them to get caught back up. But the NBA draft is scheduled for October fifteenth. Yes, uh, yes, and yes. so they'll get started. You know, December. Yeah, first games on Christmas Day, which would be pretty cool. I hope they don't shorten it just because, just for the integrity of the game, yeah. and stats, and you know the, who's the best. Like I just, I just because I don't want another asterisk behind it. You know, like I just want. Mm. But I, I think it would take another couple of years for them to get so, up to that. Because y'all mentioned an asterisk, do you put an asterisk on the Spurs first championship? Yes. Nobody talks about that though. Yes. Nobody says Tim Duncan has four plus one. Yeah. He just got no, five rings, no, bro. Definitely Nobody an does that. Def- no, I don't think there's. It's definitely mind. an asterisk. I've never heard no. you mention Tim Duncan having an asterisk by one of his chips. I don't was, like yeah. talking about the Spurs that was during the lockout. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. During the lockout. Yeah. Fifty games. Get out of here. Asterisk. I said it. There should be no asterisk. If whoever wins this year, I don't think there should be an asterisk. It, when Toronto won last year, was it asterisk their their, their name? No. no, but it was a, why? Why would it be an asterisk? Because no one expected them to win last year. Yeah, no, but they, they played eighty two games. That's, 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 <laughs> that's, that's the point. <laughs> if anything, they should be an asterisk about how that ball hit what, the rim seven times and, and went in. <laughs> <laughs> based on what Chris is saying, if a team that we don't expect to win wins, there should be an asterisk next to that team. Because it wouldn't have ha- it was there's no way this would have, imagine this. Imagine Portland comes up. Portland makes the Western Conference Finals, there should be an asterisk. Because yep. if it was a regular season, it would have never happened. Yeah. Right. It would have never happened. You're right. They weren't coming. But so, that's why so I said only certain teams get it, though. Yeah, that's why I was happy when they said uh, KD and, and Kyrie wouldn't be playing. I was like, that's not fair. And, and the and the Blazers. That would have been great. If, no, that, that would have been great. No, no, would've it would have been, been great. great for the NBA. But what I'm saying is that all those other teams who played all year without them, the only reason they're getting those guys back was because of this pandemic. That's wrong. Like, even the Blazers, the Blazers voted against this, but them getting back, they're going to be full strength. Which people don't understand. And nobody worried about the Blazers. Y'all keep mentioning the Blazers. (laughs) They're a dangerous team with those people coming back. They're dangerous. Trust me. I know you don't like Damian Lillard, but they're they're a dangerous team with those people coming back. (laughs) Dame time. Dame dollar. (laughs) Guys, um, thank you for listening to the podcast. That's our little um, take on the NBA season coming up. Um, If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please subscribe. Um, You can do it on our website. It's newchannelsports.net, or you can go to Popbeam and uh, subscribe as well. That's newchannelsports.popbeam.com. And that's new channel spelled N-U-C-H-A-N-N-E-L. Thanks for listening to the New Channel Sports Podcast. Leave comments. Please rate the podcast with five stars. And don't forget to subscribe.